Welcome to Midnight Bath. In today's episode, we answer the question, when do you know your creative project is done? You can find out more about my guests and myself in the show notes. Enjoy. The journalist but, uh, in me wants to try and bring this back to one of the topics, which is the, the emotions of beginning and ending a story. So Alir, yes, to his it. success, has finished a significant project. I am all about ending things. In fact, in, I have a, a postcard uh, taped to the side of my workstation here at home, emblazoned with the phrase that I love. It's called, done is better than perfect. I would rather finish a project yes. than leave it hanging <clears throat> forever because I'm either too immature or too um, paranoid or too proud to just put a pin in it and be done with it. Uh, and, so you've and met me. None, none of those, <laughs> by the way, just to be clear, none of those are calls to action or condemnations to anyone out there who is an artist. I know the, you know, the the, the never-ending pain of art. But I'm curious, Bilan, you have unfinished projects out there. I'm one film projects. I'm talking specifically. What yeah, is your I drive, do. if any, to finish them? Or in your mind, have you moved on to a whole new uh, platform of <laughs> storytelling? And I'm not talking literally, I'm talking, I guess, like professionally. Well, uh, very briefly, uh, because I'd like to know what Russ and Elir think about what you just said. Yeah, this uh, is an open question. I learned, yeah, I, 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 I'd, I'd learned valuable lessons from those uh, films because I did finish uh, several films uh, in university. And then later, for the last 10 years, I've been teaching filmmaking in the summers at summer camps in, in Poland where I have uh, finished hundreds of films with students and done is uh, better than perfect is definitely a message I take to heart. Arguably though, Escatel Bridge is the story of a woman whose lover is lost in time. So it, it kind of needs to be such, you know, old footage. I think now is the right time to finish it. And that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Okay, Ross, I'm, I'm pledging a whole lot. You don't need a 22-year break, okay? But anyway, depends on the experience. If I was to editorialize uh, Bilant's answer, it sounds like he's, Do. He, a core underpinning to his answer is you have to know when it's ready to be done, and he doesn't feel Eschatol was ready at the time to be done. Alir, uh, do you know when your projects are done, or is it just I'm – flat fucking broke uh, unless I can get I, this thing out the door. Or are you like Orson Welles where you, every no. time you, you watch Flory, you want to go up no. and edit it again? So to answer your question, Pete, and it's a very good one. I have, now that you mentioned it, I have one short film that I shot in late 2017. It's about four minutes that I have not finished. It's been edited. All I need is a soundtrack. And the soundtrack, uh, I want the composer that my feature film to do it. And I'm essentially waiting on her, which unfortunately the major issue I have with filmmaking is you're always reliant on other people yeah. 95% of the time. And it's completely exhausting you're and frustrating. You're a prisoner of um, stuff you so, can't control. Yeah, I'm a prisoner. And at, you know, and I recently talked to the composer. Hi, hello, how are you? I haven't talked to you. And she said, oh, Aaliyah, well, now that I'm not doing anything, I'm going to finish the soundtrack for that short film. So getting back to your question... I'm a firm, firm believer that you got to finish stuff. It's never perfect. I wish everything could be perfect. It's not possible. So 
you know, it's like, uh, you know, there's a, a adage or what have you. Everybody has a full length feature screenplay. Well, the first 20 pages at least. So, you know, and once you finish something, it's done. You've learned what you've had to learn and you move on to the next thing. Nobody can take away your finished product or your finished book or your film. But if it's not done, it's not done. And, you know, I'm, I think one of my strengths as a creator, for lack of a better word, is I lack an incredible, I, I have very, very little vanity. Um, I'd rather, you know, my joke is, especially with something collaborative like film, when I was working on my feature, and I mean, I was going to finish it regardless, but there were some moments where you're like, ugh. And then I could just kept saying to myself, I got to A, finish this for me, and I got to finish it for everybody else that jumped on my back and got on this stupid, crazy, wild ride. You know, as a, as a solo writer sitting in your desk by yourself, it's slightly different, I think, but you still owe it to yourself to finish I- it. And if you and I think that's that's the word vanity. It kills a lot of great books and songs and whatever. You gotta finish shit because nobody cares about no, something. No that's one not knows finished. or cares so, about something that's you know, sitting in the bottom of a box in your closet. And you know, if it sucks and it's done, at least they can say, "Hey, your fucking yeah. film sucks." Yeah, let the market decide. Or whatever. I mean, hell, your first feature film script that you wrote. You didn't say it was over until it was available on Amazon for purchase all yeah. over the world. So between friends, it's gotta be, it's gotta it's be for done. sale right now on Amazon. Yeah, yeah. like yes, from my position, I would, yeah, I so, would jump in you know there what? and just forgive the platitude. But I would, from my perspective, I don't want to. I don't want to start something if I know I can't end it. Every ending needs a beginning, okay. and I know I've, I've built this into my my uh, behavior. That if I know there's something that's going to get in the way of me being able to finish it somehow, it doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be Citizen Kane. But if I know I won't be able to finish it in a satisfactory way, I won't even start it because I everything everything but, can be mapped yeah. out and from you know be, meaning, beginning, middle, and end in a reasonable way. I think. And if you can't do that exercise, then you're just then it is vanity. Actually, to your point, Alir, if you can't find if you can't see the ending, then you're doing it for your own ego. And I don't like that process. I like knowing that this thing has to have this thing has to come to a conclusion somehow and move on. Yeah, but the, do you I always mean, know? The only I know I, I know before I start roughly how to finish it, which is why there's a lot of projects I haven't started because I know for various reasons it's beyond my ability to end it. Here's a here's a good case in point. If you'll give me a few minutes to to eulogize uh as i was digging through a whole bunch of uh files and archives and stuff this is how i found your tapes by the way beyond i was digging through boxes Mm -hmm. of stuff i have back from my film days and i dug up files of scripts that i had written fully written i was part of i was taking uh, script writing classes at ryerson and stuff like that i have about a half dozen pretty decent scripts but in a couple cases and you know alir you know one of the films obedience uh yeah. I love obedience. It's a sin you haven't it, even attempted. It's because to I know to, it's to do sin. it properly. I don't. The Stanley Milgram experiments. Exactly. I read it. I and I don't have the ability to do that script the way it needs to be done, which is why I've never even tried. And I, I actually see that as being but, mature because it's you're wasting time and resources chasing rabbits when you could be doing smaller projects that build your skill set. Uh, and could be building a nest egg that you then reinvest into one day getting to that point. Like Kevin Smith didn't make Clerks 
you know, one day he started shooting that with no experience. He made a truckload of shitty small shorts that never saw the light of day, but at least, you know, he did them as training exercises, as an example. But have you never, you know, met a project uh, that let you me, weren't sure? Let me interject. Let me Sorry, say that again. Uh, no, Ilir, interject. I, I will interject. I see where you're coming from. I don't 100% agree. I think it's very easy. If you approach it like that, you run the risk of talking yourself out of stuff. And that's, you know, they, when's the best time to have a baby? There's never a good time to have a baby. But you just have one I know. and you figure I, it out I know along you're... the way. Hopefully your baby doesn't become a drug I know addict. the argument, but that, I'm saying right? like uh, sometimes but... waste when it could be prevented is the worst kind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So agreed. Yeah. We're all for, for, you know, avoiding preventable waste. It's just, have you ever encountered a project where, uh, you, you, you think you can finish it, but you're not sure. Or so I'll, you, I'll give you a good example. You have, you have doubts. Of course you should. Every good artist should have doubts. Nothing. Not, like the, it should like, it should scare you a little bit. Every good project bit. should scare you a little bit. You should, you know, there, no, no project comes fully baked. It takes like, like every gastronomic exercise, it takes ingredients and cooking and effort and you got to put it in the oven and then finally it's baked. But I'll give you an example. Uh, the six episodes I did for building Toronto, which was for the listeners, if there are any uh, it's, it's available on YouTube. It's also uh of show I made for Rogers, Rogers TV, who still have it actually, and it's still accessible. Uh, I knew pretty pretty quickly that how to finish it, and that I would be able to finish it. It's, it's not perfect by any stretch, but I didn't uh, I didn't go into that blind. I had a pretty clear uh, understanding in my mind of how to how to finish it, how to get it out the door, how to get it to the broadcaster, because that was our deal. Like I actually love external. Uh, structures that force you to finish something. If you don't put those on yourself or you don't find uh, an outside source to put the structures on you, then you just become lost in the woods, which is the worst kind of, it's the worst place mm. where vanity can take over. If you don't have someone or something forcing you, to, and I know this from 17 years in the publishing industry where I have deadlines, none of my stories are perfect. Even the ones that have won awards, they're not perfect, but I got a fucking deadline, you know? If someone if you, is not saying you got to put this thing in the can and be done with it and forcing you to do it, or if you don't force yourself to do it, you're opening yourself up to the, to the weeds of, of well, uh, being lost in your own vanity. Well, this is my point. To your point, you got to force yourself to do it. I can't remember. There's a famous Hall of Fame basketball coach, and he said, listen, this is the NBA Finals, and if i got to give you a pep talk, get the fuck off my team. So I think that comes down to, to whomever. Like, nobody gives a shit about my fucking movie. Who cared? Other than me, nobody really cared as much as me. It's impossible. Nobody's get, so it's up to me to fucking finish it. And, and I always had that fire. I'm not patting myself on the back. But I said, hell or high water. And I actually have a clip on the second day of shooting. Off camera, I said, I said, guys, I, I should pull it up. It was like July 18th, 17th. 2017. I said, guys, if we start this, I promise you I'm going to finish it. And that's Good. up to me and nobody else. So you got to have that fucking yeah, fire. Yeah, exactly. Like I say, a, that and, fire can be a structure. I'm saying you apply it to yourself. and But if you can't, sometimes you need other external structures forcing you to do it. But the point is, you need but to something. Me, that's, 
You need something Strong, nudging you towards the end, towards the finish line. If there's no finish line, mm-hmm. then it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's the book that never gets written. Sure, we all need deadlines. No, but... To keep the conversation on the topic of beginning and endings, so Ross, you have a film in the can, Victoria's <clears throat> Comma. Did you ever have a desire to start and or hopefully finish something else under the moniker, under the brand of Ross Guercho Film Productions, Inc. or something? Uh, point is, are you still, are you at all interested and or pursuing that? Or have you kind of brought a end to that journey and are now doing other forms of storytelling, no, for lack of a better word? I'm probably going to pursue you, Ross. You know, some filmmaking, um, maybe more abstract uh, types of of work, and you know, to speak to. Can you give us an example of what you, know, you have in mind? More, uh, more yeah, visual, you know, versus, you know, the the classic uh, tell, more more showing rather than telling kind of um, visual narratives. And um, but I, I'm not sure. Like Stan Brackage kind of more ab- just abstract imagery. But are you still going to be telling stories because films well, don't that's have to true. Be they don't necessarily today. have to be a story unless you you interpret a story from it from what you see. Um, you know, especially if there's nothing anchoring the image. But to get back to the, let me give you a concrete example. Um, Empire State doesn't have a beginning. It doesn't have a middle. It doesn't have an ending. You could literally cut it up a hundred different ways. Which one of which one of you made that change. movie about the building somewhere Not, in Europe? You know, there was a building. It was like, yeah, was that the Bauhaus? Oh, that was, was it, me. Yeah, that the Barbican. That was a Lear. The yeah. Barbican. The, that was good. The, the Barbican. Barbican. Yeah, that's a great which location. You can see it. Yeah, that was cool. So what we did for that. I mean, I guess you can kind of do something like that. Actually, I was in London visiting my cousin and Bulent visited me as well. And I was walking around the Barbican in London, which is an old building where they have uh, the symphony. It's that, that's their way they play. And I just love the architecture. It was just really brutalist and dystopian and really interesting. So all I did literally was go around and shoot a bunch of stuff. And I had no idea what I was going to do with it. We cut it to, I don't know, maybe two and a half minutes, I want to say. And then I just, I said, okay, what's my story? Do we need a story? And I just did a voiceover of a, of a boy moving into that residence, that complex, when it was new and fresh and considered very, very modern in London. And just, it's a little story of, you know, alienation. You know, it was uh, people walking around, but they weren't really communicating. Very COVID, actually, now that I think about it. And uh, yeah, but I took, like Ross is saying, abstract images, and I put a story on it. I didn't have to. But I guess I did just to, I don't know, it, it spoke, you know, it lended itself to that. It popped in my head. The imagery put something in my head. I wrote a voiceover and we put so, it on it. And so, it, I actually really, really like it, actually. Yeah, but no, it, I, you know, I was going to say have, that it's, ahead, uh, that, that was a really good, you know, thought provoking film. It, it didn't necessarily have a structured narrative, but uh, it certainly invoked a lot of, um, a lot of no. thoughts and emotions and things like that. So, you know, that's, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting piece of work. Now to, to get to speak to the eight, to the um, completion notion, uh, I know, you know, uh, we've been talking about ego and or, you know, vanity, you know, that seems to play a part in whether 
the, the narrative is complete or not. But, you know, to take a step back, you know, it, it, it really depends. Are you, are you creating, you know, the, the narrative for commercial purposes? Um, and even if you're not creating for commercial purposes, like what principles do you apply? Like what's the definition done, you know, to use like agile technology, you know, um, creation, you know, like they're, they're even there too, like whatever, whatever project you work on, whether it's. Can I piggyback yeah, sure. on that with a question, Ross? Because I'd like to know from all of you. Why do you personally tell stories, regardless of medium? Why do you tell stories? Not well, why I, other I, people tell stories. Why do you tell stories? I tell a story. Like, what's it do for you? You know, to basically just, you know, for the sake of uh, putting an idea out there. And if it uh, inspires or, or influences other people to do something, you know, that's great. But, you know, again, to finish the completion notion in – you know, like in Manhattan, in, in uh, project management, you know, specific to technology, you know, the, 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 they say that it's better to have 80% mm -hmm. of potential users of the system, you know, if you're building a system or, or the, the adoption rate using 20% of the system functionality in terms of like what you actually built, rather than having 20% of users you know, exercising 80% of the system's functionality. So, you know, it, it really, it's up to you to define, like, what, what is your sense of completion for, for a particular project? Huh. Can you expand on that a little bit? Because I'm trying to imagine 100 people, they're the users, and 80% of them are using 20% of the um of the system of the technology so what you're implying is there's yeah, a lot of overhead it, that they haven't used yeah i mean it's, yeah it's better to lots have 80 percent of people engage you know in using the system because eventually they'll they'll um start using all of it but if you just have like 20 percent of the people using the majority of the system then you're gonna have a problem like Oh, so the rest of exactly. them are not exactly. using it at all or only minimally. That's what you're saying. Okay. So I guess, so so what point. you're saying is in right. your field, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be done. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to be 100% complete. Okay. Because if you do 100% complete, what's the end result? It's the it's it's the it's the 80, it's called the 80-20 okay, so rule. Okay, so let me take that uh, a step further. Oops. Yeah. Pareto rule, the Pareto yeah? principle. Right. Yeah. It pops, the Pareto principle, yeah, right. Pops up in a so couple now, places, I, but I don't know let if me it's take always that. properly applied. But go on. And I let see me, what your point so, is, irrespective of the Pareto principle. So, okay. So I think, okay. So I will add to that and contrast. So my retailing background, Cheese Boutique in Toronto. So for example, you know, we have four walls. So if you have three of those walls full of goods, and the fourth wall is bare, you could still operate as a retail functioning place. Now, so you can still come in, buy milk, cheese, bread, and the fourth wall, there's nothing, so you can't buy olives. But in terms of a narrative, film, poetry, songs, what have you, there, there doesn't have to be a beginning, middle, and end, but there has to be some sort of complete 
thing, a product, apparatus, you know, uh, a tome, a something, some deliverable, yeah, you have functioning, to draw, you have to draw some deliverable. You have like to draw a, the line. A computer program apparently doesn't mean, need to be even done. Even for technology, you have to draw the right. line. So in the if sand you're, if you're say, watching okay, it, this is the definition of done, and we're going to stick to it. Well, no, for the for the project, for whatever the project is, you know, this is this is uh, the definition of okay. done, and, and uh, we're going to stick to that rule. Okay. So okay, so I guess there's terms. I'm just thinking out loud. So you're, so there's there could be a done in terms of practical functionality, and there could be a done. An emotional satisfaction of a project. So my, my interpretation of like Ross's the, point, though, is there's uh, <laughs> done as far as product delivery and done as far as usage of that product. So it's not like the 80-20 rule only works if 80% of the people have something to use and the other 20% are not using it. <clears throat> if 100% of the people have nothing to use, then there's nothing to use. So there's nothing to talk about. You still have to put yeah. a product out the door. In Ross's case, whatever that program is. So someone somewhere spent the time to develop that program and realized that there is an end point, right? There is a finish line and they got to it. However, they did it through their work process or however circum uh, structures and internal and external circumstances compelled them to get to the finish line. They got there, put the product out the door, and now they're looking at how many people are using the product. Yeah, exactly. Is it, no, how you, much is that you hit the nail right on the head. So, 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 so the the film the film to talk about what we're talking about. Film is the program yeah. that your company creates. The audience is the user. Well, I don't think Alir or I give a shit yeah, about how many people. No, it's use not. That's a faulty analogy. The audience was. Packed, yeah, it's a faulty analogy in the there. sense that it's not necessarily the viewers of of the of the film per se. But it's really you as the storyteller. What is your specific definition of done? And, and uh, you know, does it, you know, sort of, you know, taking that 80-20 rule into account in the sense that are you, are you conveying your narrative across? Okay, so are you asking that question, Ross? Because uh -huh. this okay. is actually great. I, I think I know what Ross is trying to say. Could I try he rephrasing He is asking it? that question. Could I try so rephrasing? He is question, asking that question. Yeah. For me, I'll just you know I don't need to editorialize. I'll cut right to the chase. Done means when it's out the door. In many cases, literally, like my when you've lost control well, of yeah. It, Basically, words. when I hand it off, you know, if you want yeah. to equate okay. that to losing control, fine. I just think the, the term losing control carries so much embedded <clears throat> uh, architecture that it's it distracts from what we're talking about. I would just say once I. Once I hand it off, once I say, once I, it's off my desk and I, thankfully, once there's an well, audience, there doesn't even have to be an audience. It'd be, it'd be great if there is, and it kind of questions why I'm doing anything if there's no audience, well, but to, okay. to try, to try hand and like off. laser beam answer Ross's question done to me means when I hand it off, when I send my article to the printer or when I upload my film to YouTube or show it in a, in a theater, you know, all those, I know things, the, the, <clears throat> When you've turned it in, when you've yeah, submitted it, 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 your submission. This now becomes a bigger conversation about medium, about uh, you know how much we believe that the medium, not, um, please God, no one quote Marshall McLuhan in any of this, but how much we believe that there is an endpoint to the story 
when it is conveyed via a medium of some type, be it sound, okay. uh, visual, print, whatever. Right. So I don't know if that answers well, your question, Ross, but to me, it, it's pretty black and white. Hold on. Can but, I can I just answer Ross's yes. question? How I know when something is go done? Go ahead. Very quickly. Yes. For me, it's done when it's I've achieved as much as yeah. I can of what I was originally trying to say. You know, because then again, to not to pinpoint film as an annoying collaborative medium, but at a certain point, you do run the risk of losing control. I, you know, I have to say, Bulen's kind of right with this medium, anyways. So at a certain point, I'm like, okay, did I do what I wanted to do? I did as much as I wanted to do as, as well as I could have with the resources I had. Okay, but Ali, if I could kind of, you know, throw shade on that a bit, not to sure. be a literalist here. But you could in my in my book, you know, my book of definitions, you could claim your short film that is stuck in purgatory because your composer never you know, gets around to doing that vital component of it vital in your mind. You could claim it's done by just be saying, OK, it's done. Yes. I am, you know, I'm, I'm signing off on this. I'm now sending it out to film festivals as is. Now, it's a whole nother conversation about how that product will be received. But it is done. You have locked yes. off whatever fancy film terminology we want to use to apply to this. But you've, you've locked the picture. Yeah, it has no soundtrack. But that doesn't mean it's not done. It just means it's not done to your satisfaction, which is why you're holding it back. But I, uh, I would argue you could make it done right now if you wanted to. I could make yeah, it Yeah, by abandoning it. it. No, no. That's the public no, no, definition no, of done is it's done when no, no, you abandon it. No, no, I disagree. It. Abandoning means throwing it in your closet, no. and I'll get to it when I can get to it. I might not. Who knows? Times change. My version of done is Alir says this is done. I am signing off on this, sending it to, to, to the audience, whatever that audience is. It could be. So you're making a statement that this is yeah. what I could no, do. No, it, no, there is no. The statement is, is open to interpretation. The fact is, it's done, right? Yeah, but that implies that there's an interpreter, which means you've invited uh, others into the experience and the world of the work. So for you, done is handing it off. Handing it off, it exactly. In, Let's think of so now one more, one more comment from each of you about when you know it's done, but then I want to know why you tell stories. It's important because okay, we have an anthology little... of student fiction coming out this year. It's the second one at the university. And I'm sure my listeners would really like to know the answer so, to that question. Earlier. Now, I think there's, there's one element, too, that I learned. I wouldn't say the hard way, but it's about to answer sort of Ross's question or throw a wrinkle in it. It's about freshness. At a certain point, you look at something too much. You reread your short story too much. You try to rearrange that song too often and it loses its freshness. And then, you know, you lose, you can't see the forest for the trees. You lose perspective on it. So at a certain point, for me, that's kind of a sign. Like, you know what? I don't know what I've, again, I don't want to say I'm losing control, but you've lost, you've lost perspective. When did it happen to you? So that, uh, you, said it. you know, when I was making my, my film, Flory, you know, rewatching it, rewatching it, rewatching it. At a certain point, you're like, what's happening here? I don't know because you're focusing on the sound and then the music and you don't like the clothes she was wearing or whatever. So you lose freshness and that kind of forces you to get it done because you know at a certain point, you're going to say, I don't fucking care anymore. So, and you just so let it are die, you, which happens. Are you identifying a lot of uh, a, a, 
a sort of uh, uh, awareness, a moment of awareness, or as alcoholics call a moment of clarity, where you use that as a tool to realize it's time to call it quits. It's time to be done. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's, yes. Okay. So you're, it's, you're, it's at a certain yeah, point. So it's, you got to wrap it's it up. It's an example of the smell test for you. Now the freshness having, test. Okay, makes sense. Right, at a, and at a certain point too, as what I was saying earlier, you know, did I try? Did I accomplish what I wanted to accomplish as well as I could have with the resources I had? And I hit, you know, I hit that with my film, which is I'm happy with. But again, too, there was a moment that freshness issue was coming up, and that's kind of really accelerated my my drive to finish it a little faster than I would have liked to, but then for a good reason, because two things fall off the track and that mm. was the last thing I wanted to happen. Yeah. Did so, you? um, okay. You know, to go further about continue. the definition of Say done, it's, um, it really depends on the framework that you create. If you are this project and sole decision maker, then, you know, it becomes much more difficult to draw that line in the sand to say, you know, this is, this is, at this point, it's see something wrong with the lighting or something wrong with the coloring or something wrong with sound or, or, you know, an actor did something, you have to retake it and um, fiddle around with that to try to get you know, to what Alir was alluding to earlier, you know, that sense of perfection rather than, you know, focusing on just finishing it. And, um, but at the same time, is suggesting. And uh, so, you know, as a sole creator, you, you, you have to say to yourself, all right, uh, uh, how, like, where do I, how do I apply the 80-20 rule here in terms of uh, the narrative that I want to convey Will I get the 80-20, you know, th that, that sense of, uh, of narrative put across, you know, as a sole operator, sole decision maker? Now, if you're working in a framework where there's more than one, one person involved in the creative process, you know, where you have a producer and you have a, an editor and you have, um, you know, these other people that are involved, you know, it'll, it'll help. Uh, make that decision for you, you know, by everyone's input and collectively you, you all decide what is the definition of done? Like, like, are we finished at this point? And it's not necessarily that you uh, hand the project over to someone else, but it's really, you know, creatively and uh, in terms of the narrative overall, is that story finished? Like, do you have all the, all the key points that you want to convey in your story is are 80% of the people can understand what you're saying in terms of like what it is that you're trying to communicate and uh, not necessarily, but just that sense of understanding. Is there 80% of understanding? If you look at it from an objective point of view in terms of what you want to convey, if that's the case, you have to draw the line in the sand and forget the color correction, forget the retake, forget, you know, the, the discrepancy in sound or whatever, it's locked. And then, you know, to Peter's point, you know, you hand it off to somebody. All right, but just, uh, I, I, it's not that I don't agree with you, and I'm not disagreeing. But when you said uh, you're, you're approaching your storytelling with 
the aim that 80% of the people will get it, right? Did I understand you correctly? Because, I mean, there is something to be said for a very narrow audience. Like, uh, when I write, I'm writing to one person in my head. It's different people at different times, but I always write to one person. And when I think of the Danish film director, Nicholas Winding Refn, I really like his work, but I wouldn't say he's... Uh, Sorry, Milan, I lost you by for like any a minute or so. I, I didn't hear what you I mean, said. Uh, if you want... Uh, sure. I, I was just saying that... Uh, <laughs> he was eating dessert. <laughs> sometimes uh, I think it's enough that one person gets it. And I guess we could say that yeah, it's, it's not so much the quantity when that of person people, gets it, if you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's they, not so much the, the quantity book, of people getting it. It's really, you, from your point of view, are you satisfied in conveying that, you know, what it is that you want to convey? Okay. And, you know, in all of this, uh, I haven't told you how I know when things are done. Would you like to know? Yes. Well, speaking Settle very in, briefly, boys. Uh, I'm ne- <laughs> with a heavy, but with a heavy sigh to begin. Yeah, I'm never satisfied uh, with my work, uh, and that's good because if I was ever totally satisfied, I would stop, and I wouldn't do it again. I, I think this the the dissatisfaction from a completed project is the seed of the next project. And uh, very briefly, when my audience gets it, when they receive it, it's done. And then if they get it, they understand it, that's great. But it's a leap of faith. So as an editor, as a professional, I make money fixing other people's stories. <laughs> Can I just say, none of what you said actually yes. explains how you know something's done. All you said is what you hope the end result is, but you didn't. You didn't say how you know something's done. It sounded like what you were what you were well, dancing uh, around I, was I, that I, you actually don't like the idea of things being done. You 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 hate lock off. You know you hate periods at the end of sentences. You you want an endless I, sequel. I, I still have. Yeah, to I know do you it. do. At the camps, there's a gala. We have to show the movie. It's done. Uh, uh, Lauren Michaels uh, with Saturday Night Live. The show is ready because we're going live. Yeah. So, I but mean, you're not Lauren Michaels. So, so how do you know it's done? Are you saying it's done when the camps are come to the end of the two weeks and like it or lump it, whatever footage we have in the can, that's what we're putting out? And there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying, like, I'm basically pinning you down and saying, give us a workable definition of done. For you. For you. <laughs> hmm. Who's doing that, Russell? Not me. Not me. Ross, I swear to God, Ross. Not me. That is Ross. I, you know, with if it's a workable definition you want. Because we're all professionals, uh, we need workable definitions. So what's your workable definition of done? If there's a deadline and I've turned it in, 
Good. It's done. You know, you know how much I actually, and I'm not saying this to be dismissive or uh, patronizing. I actually, from my heart, I love hearing people say that because there's nothing wrong with deadlines. Yep. And, and that's why I have self-imposed deadlines too. I'll give you a concrete example. In, in the last National Novel Writing Month, I wrote a novel, Interior, Exterior, Entry, Enter, Exit. That's the title. Interior, Exterior, Enter, Exit. And I let it, and, if, and I did it. And, and then I had a couple of months where I didn't touch it. I needed to step away. And, and then starting in March, I began revising it. And I'm now up to a pace because I start slowly to finish quickly where I'm revising one chapter, maybe two, every night and turning it into a habit. And after that, there'll be a polish and I will self-publish it. And I have to have it published on Amazon before the next National Novel Writing Month or I won't participate. Which is basically a terrible punishment for me. Good. So deadlines are structures and you use structures to help you be done. That's, that's applaudable. So yes. let me also, okay, so if you don't mind, let's be done with this topic of done. <laughs> Thank you, and uh, that's more than all the time we have for this episode. Thank you to our listeners, thank you to our guests, and tune in next episode where we discuss the writing process and react to an article by Betty S. Flowers. Stay fresh. Good night, goodbye, good luck. Look what I got, you little fucker.